So, Mike, I understand that there's a real now, there's a real attempt within Los Angeles to regulate medical marijuana shops. That there's a crazy DA out there, or whatever he is. Tell us that story, would you? Well, it's not really a crazy DA. I mean, I mean, what's happening is is that um, our, our county, Los Angeles County District Attorney Steve Cooley, yeah. um, has taken a very very aggressive posture. Um, that may or may not be supported in the courts for very long. Uh-huh. Um, um, my feeling is is that what he's saying is he's saying all cannabis sales under Prop 215, which is the California law that legalized medical marijuana yeah. or, or allowed mar- medical marijuana to be used as a comp- under a compassionate use. Yes. Um, anyway, he fights against that. He basically says that, that um, you can't walk into a dispensary and – buy marijuana that's illegal uh-huh. and the way we look at it um and the legal opinion that we're operating beneath is that what's really happening is is you're basically paying us as a member of our if you're a member of our collective you're basically incrementally reimbursing us for the cost of growing this cannabis on your behalf uh-huh yeah so and, we- you know, it's it's a fine line but um, we think it, it, we, we're standing on solid legal ground using this argument. Well, you, you're smoking something good. I love it. I love the idea. Well, thank you, Michael. This, I hope, again, this will be the first of many uh, callbacks to find out what's going on because, you know, it, it, Obama, what was it, a couple of months ago, told the DEA, look, if you want to know what the, our lowest priority is, it's raiding medical marijuana clinics. If you're doing that, you're at the bottom. You touch bottom. Pete, that's raiding them. Well, yeah. What we need here is rating them. Yeah, well, Mike and, and, and Cornerstone definitely gets a number one. I mean, it's 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 the coolest place in town. I know personally, going in there is like it's 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 so cool. It's Tibetan. I don't know what to tell you. It's just so great. Thank you so much, Mike. Okay. Thanks a lot, Peter. Oh. Thanks, Dave. See so ya. long, Mike. Talk to you soon. Bye bye. Well, a story in the um, Seattle newspaper. There's only one. Oh, the yeah. Times, yeah. The, uh, the story, uh, lead story on the front page of the Sunday uh, paper just two days ago was that everybody in Washington State is going to be doing real well with medical marijuana. Oh, it's, uh, oh yeah, it's definitely an uptick. Yep, lead lead story. Wow. Well, it's, it, it, it's come so quickly. Part of it has to do with the fact that the libertarians, and to a certain degree some Republicans, are getting behind it because the idea is you cannot re- refuse medicine to the, to the sick. This whole health care debate has begun to make that quite obvious. It's cost-free. There you go. Yeah. It's, uh, it, you know, it's, it's good for states. There's money in it. Yeah. There's, there's employment in it. There's the end of a lot of ridiculous persecution of people for absolutely no reason whatsoever, except, I don't know, the guy who fell asleep on the job on the atomic submarine, I'm worried about him. Yeah. But right. but aside from that guy, you know, and I know him personally, yeah. uh, I, I, I wouldn't really worry about the effect of pot on the working man, no, you know? Doesn't get in the way at all. I mean, I uh, mean can you imagine going to work when you know, all you got is barrels of beer and gin? There's two things you can drink. You can drink gin and you gin can and drink beer. Or you can drink them together. I mean, the problem probably smoking wow. on the job is you take a puff and you go, I don't want to do this. You know, that's what they were afraid of. 
I don't want to do take this. Take yourself back to 1933, man. They're all going to say they don't want to work. Yeah, I mean, they'll take a look at this and say, this has no meaning. I'm going to go searching for meaning. <laughs> I'm going to cut the soles off of my sh- uh, yeah, shoes, yeah. learn to play the flute, and sit in a tree. There you go. There you go. And not go to work at, uh, you know, either Warner Brothers or General Motors, depending on what your predilection for work might be. Well, medical marijuana, I don't know if it's going to save the world, but I know it's a $40 billion industry in the state of California and Schwarzenegger has said he's on record saying well, you want to you want to you want to take care of this budget crisis no. tax pot tax pot and of course the libertarians are not in favor of uh, you know I mean and why would I mean the only reason a Republican the only reason a, a, a you know a politico would be opposed to medical marijuana is if they're just absolutely opposed to anything yeah, you know, and that's possible. Those guys are out there, but you know, just pot in general, it would ease a lot of things off. Man, nineteen seventy-two was almost legal. You know, almost legal in seventy-two in California. Senators would say, "Oh yeah, I smoke pot, didn't hurt me at all. I'm going to grow a beard." First beard in the Senate guy grows uh, smokes pot and he grows a beard. It was crazy back then, you know. Well, I I went to a party in in Laurel Canyon in the early seventies. Uh, Jerry Brown's house, and there were joints on the table. I mean, butts in 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 the um, uh, ashtrays, and butts and trays, butts and trays. And you know, Jerry Brown has always said, "I don't smoke, I don't smoke." Maybe he doesn't, but people around him do. And he's running for governor. governor. I mean, certainly he's happy the way things are. Yeah. Now, well, what not to ask? To answer me this question, Pete. Please. What does the Pope think about pot? I don't know what the Pope thinks about pot. The Pope is besieged. I love the irony. I hate what's going on, and you know, I, I hate the the all of the. Uh, all of the abuse. I mean, I hate the fact that, that these these young kids had to go through all of this awful stuff because they were the entire un- country of Ireland had to go through it. Yeah, come on. Yeah, the Archbishop of Canterbury just said that that the church is no longer relevant in Ireland. I mean, whoa, <laughs> That's scary. It's it's the the Ratzinger, the Rat, as I like to call him, or Ratso. Uh, Worked so hard to become the Pope. They say, well, he didn't really want to be the Pope. Yes, he wanted to be the Pope. Little did he know that what would follow him was this this scandal, this 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 whole church practice that they all pretty much took for granted. Oh, you know, it's really not so much. It's really the kids are lying, or it's you know, it's it's a fantasy, or we can't hurt the church. It's going to bring them down. But they're their own country, Pete. I mean, what are you going to do? There's the country. If they retreat finally back to the Vatican City, you know, you got to send your ambassador. Well, it, Hello, Mr. Pope. Yeah, Mr. Pope. Could you let me in, Mr. Pope? I, I have a, I have an appointment out here, Swiss guards. Clang! No chance. Man. Well, they, they said they were going to try and um, uh, arrest him, citizens arrest when he went to, no, not to Malta. When he comes to the, to the UK, uh, Christopher Hitchens, uh, who we'll hear in just a second about the Pope, uh, said, Along with Dawkins, the big—they're um, both athe- atheists, so they don't have any—they don't have any emotional ties to the Pope. He says you should arrest him. And he said for abuse, and then and the church came back and said, no, you can't. He's the um, reigning head of a, of a of an independent government. You can't touch him. Fact is, he's not. They're not part of the United Nations. They are permanent observers. It is not a country. Hitchens is really strong on the Pope. Let's give him a listen. Should we in this country, I mean, have you not read what's been happening in Wisconsin? Yes, I, I, I have. A school for children who can only use sign Correct. language. And 200, 200. of them have their, have their childhoods completely wrecked yeah. by this priest. And entreaties are addressed to the man who is now Pope. 
Cardinal Ratzinger, the man who was saying at the time that the only problem with the scandal was there was a press campaign against the church. The abuse was not the problem. Oh, well, looks like the devil got to Pope and the debt bubble got me. Yes, Father uh, Gabriel Amorth the chief exorcist for the Holy See. Yeah, that man over there, he's the chief exorcist. Those over there, they're kind of like a sub-chief and all that group over there just learning to exercise. But this guy here, Father Gabriel Amorth, he's the chief exorcist for the Holy See. Well, he said in Rome that uh, the New York Times coverage of Pope Benedict, which cast doubt on his rigor in dealing with pedophile priests, was, and I quote the exorcist, prompted by the devil. There is no doubt about it, the 85-year-old priest said, according to the Catholic News Agency, quote, because he is a marvelous pope and worthy successor to John Paul II. It is clear that the devil wants to grab hold of him. So it's the devil inside the pope. We're going to have to exercise the pope. Now that's news. That's something I want to watch. That's got to be public because how are we to believe that the devil has been dragged out of the Pope unless we can see it happen? We saw it in the movie, The Exorcist. I mean, is the, is the Pope going to like spit green vomit and <laughs> spin around? Is, is the Vatican suddenly going to be like 20 degrees colder than Rome? Well, I can't wait. I mean, and, and I'm I'm all for him. I hope he pulls the devil out of him and starts talking about all the pedophilia and forget about, uh, you know, uh, infallibility and all that other stuff. That must be devil talk also. Anyway, he's the um, first in line of a very troubled church. Uh, the, the Bishop of Canterbury, which is the head of the Anglican Church, and I had a real interesting run-in with one of the bishops of Canterbury. I was uh, touring England. It was early in the morning. I was in uh, Kent, uh, York, excuse me, town of York. And I went over to the York Cathedral early in the morning. And this young man comes running by, putting on his religious vestments. And it turns out he was that, at that point, the Bishop of Canterbury. Young guys. They've got young guys, and they're fairly radical. Now, the latest one, in a BBC interview recently... Um, described the abuse scandal, this is the abuse scandal in, in Ireland particularly, as a colossal trauma for Ireland. He made no direct reference to the personal controversy that has swirled around the Pope in the wake of accusations that he failed to act strongly, strongly enough against pedophile priests. I guess he doesn't know that the, the Pope has the devil in him, and the devil just won't let him do nothing but say stupid things about it. So Archbishop Williams, the head of the Worldwide Anglican Communion, which claims 70 million adherents, was unusually blunt. And I quote the Bishop of Canterbury. Okay. I was speaking to an Irish friend recently who said that it's quite difficult in some parts of Ireland to go down the street wearing a clerical collar now, he said. And an institution so deeply bound into the life of the society suddenly becoming irrelevant, losing all of its credibility, that's not just a problem for the church. It's a problem for everybody in Ireland. <clears throat> the church is, is, is losing its credibility in Ireland and the, the Pope is, is, is struggling with the devil. These are like not hot times for the Catholic Church. Well, <clears throat> we've got our own problems over here. You know, we 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 don't have a problem with the devil. We got a problem with the dead bubble. The dead bubble made me do it. The dead bubble made me do it.